Sometimes you fall asleep while you're listening to the podcast. It's that interesting or sometimes maybe that boring. We took out all the boring stuff and here's a little bit of recap of all the great things that you missed. Watkins has announced that if the team wins a Super Bowl, he may decide to sit out next season and just chill. Must be nice to have all kinds of money where you don't have to work a year, right? He isn't certain whether he will do it or not. He confirmed that it wouldn't be a retirement, just a relaxation time. He even suggested going somewhere else and creating another Super Bowl team. Sammy Watkins said he may go somewhere else and create another Super Bowl team. Now, frankly, I was unaware that Sammy Watkins was the brains behind the construction of the current Chiefs team. But hey, what what do I know? Maybe it's possible. Maybe uh, maybe Big Andy Reid had nothing to do with it. What did you say? And then my favorite bet of of the halftime show: Will Shakira and J Lo twerk during halftime? Again, easy money on this one. I put yes plus one sixty. What did you say? Right now, well, actually, when I made when I made the bets for the Super Bowl. Kansas City was a one-and-a-half-point favorite versus San Francisco. And I just think, despite all the talk about San Francisco's amazing defense, I believe that Kansas City is going to win this game. There isn't going to be any stopping Patrick Mahomes and those receivers. Uh, Great defense or not with San Francisco. Give me Kansas City minus the one-and-a-half. And now, here's this week's episode. Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Dan and Dave. I'm here live. Dan's joining us via via the um, Cheddarhead Fantasy oh. Football Podcast call in line. That's right, because he had he had a long day at work today, and and uh, it's dark. Yes, out. I did. Yeah, it got dark quick. It's dark out, and we had to get this done. And in fact, we could have been done about an hour ago, but we've been off the air. Yeah, yeah we think we started a new podcast. <laughs> we might be doing a bachelor podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we wanted to keep this manly as as much as we could. Um, yeah. So so thanks for taking the time out to listen. We're going to make this as enjoyable for you as possible. Uh, remember to check out the website myCFFL.com, where um, I think the only thing that's going to be up there we talk about today are some of our our 2020 NFL future bets and our our fantasy girl of the week. Otherwise, um. Everything else up there is is just, you know, eye candy, I guess. Right. Um, you got questions, comments, concerns? You can you can email us cffpodcast at hotmail dot com, or you can get Dan at. Wow, you said at. I know. I said screw it. Oh, good. <laughs> Strap nineteen seventy one at yahoo dot com. And we we also have our fan line. Don't don't be afraid to use that. I I thought for sure I would be getting a phone call 
or or some kind of an email or text after the uh, one more thing last night where I disparaged the oh-so-newly-great Kobe Bryant. But uh, nothing. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> was, was I wrong, or were you on my side? I, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't listen. I, I haven't listened what? to it yet. What? I'm just not. I'm just sick of t- Kobe Bryant. Okay. Well, then, then we're on the same side. Okay. Good. <laughs> so feel free to use the fan line, voicemails, text messages, 414-520-8249. By using that, you know, you give us the permission to use it on, on the air, and, and that's what we're going to do. Um, other than that, uh, let everybody know about the podcast, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Podcast Republic, iTunes, Google Play, Pandora. We're on iHeartRadio. Although I found out that if you listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio through their podcast thing, right, uh, they play commercials during it. Like Why I, are we not getting a little... <laughs> a little something-something? A little something-something <laughs> on that. Well, I, I know there's one at the beginning, and I thought that um, our... Our uh, super fan said that uh, there's one somewhere in the middle that they put a. And, and what are we selling? I, I, that I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have all I could do to get this shit ready for the podcast, much less. <laughs> <laughs> I have to listen to it again just to get the stuff ready for the previously on the show thing. So. Um, and, and I got to ask because you. First off, Kobe Bryant. Yes. One of the top top 10 for sure players of all time. Maybe um, top five. We're Maybe talking top in five. the NBA? In the NBA, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, oh, you're, you're I'm not, not, I'm not I'm, I don't know. I'm not, like, we know that I'm not a huge fan of the NBA. I think it's a scam, a scam right. sport and a scam league. Um, I'd have to go over things. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm just going to clarify mine because I didn't have, I, like I said, Yes. As soon as we're done tonight, I'm going to go over to the podcast and check check out your <laughs> one more thing. Your one more thing. But <laughs> it's, it's at the I end. Want, I, I want to pretty much say Kobe Bryant, top ten, maybe top five player in the NBA. Well, do we want to um, do this really quick? I okay, if you want to, I'm just saying. All right, so we got. I just don't think he he's not a god. I don't think anybody. We got Kareem, right? Right, right. We got Jordan. Yeah. We have Oscar Robertson. Yes. Okay. We have Wilt the Stilt. I I I don't know. Wilt Chamberlain? No? I don't I don't know enough about Wilt. <laughs> I don't either, so. but I'm, I'm just going over big names. <laughs> okay. We have Shaquille. Yes, I think Shaquille's actually underrated. I think people give him a bad. What about the ra- the round mound of rebound, Charles Barkley? No, I no? wouldn't say he's top ten. All right, so, um, so we have five so far. We don't know where Hakeem. in the top ten there. Hakeem the Dream. Yep. Okay, David Robinson. No, not David Robinson. I'm thinking um, um, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, I think he's got to be there. Yeah, uh, Larry. Oh, Larry Bird, yep, and Dr. J. Dr. J, Magic. Oh, yeah, Magic, yep. Um, 
Okay, see, we're already at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. We're already at 10, and we still haven't mentioned Kobe. And these are people I'm thinking would be better than Kobe. Oh, I, oh, see, I didn't know you were doing that. I'm just uh, putting out names that I um, – uh, uh, Kevin Durant. Do you think he's better than Kobe? Uh, no, I'm not a big Kevin Durant fan. Okay, what about Douche Braun? Oh, LeBron is way more talented of a player than Kobe. Than Kobe, you think so? All right. Yeah. What about Steph Curry? No. Um, what about the the running beard? No. I think he's probably one of the top <laughs> five offensive players of all time. And that's only because no one else on the team gets the ball? Well, right. It, 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 he just shoots the ball. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. There's, it's not a shot that he does not like. Okay. Uh, Russell no. Westbrook, no. Uh, the Greek freak. I think he has potential. Potential, but not yet. Not yet. Um, all right. I mean, so, he's only, what, 26, 27? Yeah. All right. So there we go. We got, we got what, 12 players? 1, 2, 3, 6, 7, 8, 9, 11 players. And okay. somewhere in there would be Kobe. Now, right. is he top 10? This would be someplace where our, our executive producer will probably weigh in. Right? I, is our executive producer knowledgeable enough on the NBA or I mean well he's definitely knowledgeable on football but he, he has he has nothing better to do while he's driving around country good point good point <laughs> we're just dumb truck drivers all of us. so I'm sure he'll he'll bow in someplace and, and let us know what he thinks but uh, this is football damn it and right. fantasy football which is more important than NBA any day and on today's show now that we had this little sidetrack of course, as always. We got some news and notes. We're going to start our rankings. I put together a top, oh, is it five? A top five list of rookie quarterbacks in the order in which I think they are going to go. Probably going to go. I don't know if they're going to go this way, but um, the ones I think are the best top five from one to five. Okay. Well, like I said, we have our 2020 futures bets for the NFL for the uh, Super Bowl next year, for the the college football championship, for the Heisman Trophy, and I don't know if you have any of the the list for where's Tom Brady going to go this year or where is Philip Rivers going to go. I do have some of those. Perfect. So then we'll get that going. You want to start with the news? What? All right, here we go. I still think that sounds like the Star Trek theme, <laughs> but who am I? It's time for the news and notes, everybody, and we're going to get this going. It's been, what, three weeks since Super Bowl 54, correct? Correct. And um, I just had, a, like, four thoughts that I want to, to get out there and see if you have anything to add to them. And these are just things that, you know, off the top of my head, we kind of talked about them, but uh, I want to see where you stand. First one, what was with Jay-Z and Trash on, say, not standing during the national anthem? <laughs> I, I, I'm i speechless. I, to be honest, I, I don't know. 
did he they did they ever give a reason? Well, they did. Or was it were they ever okay? He he did give a reason. But I mean, okay. on top of not standing for a national anthem, Jay Z had his hat on during the national anthem while he was sitting, and they had one of their children sitting next to him who wasn't standing. Jay Z said of the incident that as the entertainment director for the Super Bowl, apparently he was responsible for getting everything lined up entertainment-wise. Part of that new um, deal that uh, the NFL made, you know, to get some representation from the minority community, I guess. So, so he was just wore out. Then? No, not worn out, but he oh. was he was watching to make sure the sound was right. He was watching to make sure everything was going well. The the video screens. This is what he said. I was watching to make sure the video screens were working properly, that the uh, you know, everything, everything was going the way it should, and making sure that people were, were there because they were there to enjoy themselves, and he wanted to make sure everything was working properly. You buy that. And, and, and you can't stand up while you're doing that? I mean, uh, I would have thought. Down, he, he said down just must have been a much better angle or something. No, he, he, he actually said that, um, that it never even dawned on him that it was the national anthem that was kind of going on. That he, he he was just taken in by the whole duties that he had as the entertainment director, and uh, his goal was to make sure everything was perfect for the fans. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on, on that part. Okay, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, not not Beyonce though. Okay, I mean, do you? I mean. I mean, um, she should have been. I mean, she, it's not like she had that excuse. No, but but she's she's way too good for everybody else. Okay, but that's just all right. Now let's get to uh, you know go through the first quarter, second quarter. Everything was great. We get to halftime. So, am 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 I the only one that thinks that the uh, the whole Me Too movement is over with? It should be. I mean, apparently, it's. It isn't possible anymore in to have women performing unless they're half dressed and dancing on poles. And I'm trying to figure out where the Me Too movement is and all that. And and whatever happened to the NFL being against the objectification of women? I mean, I I, I can't. I there's no defending <laughs> what happened. That yeah, there's no defending that halftime show. Although I'm going to tell you this, as a man who likes to objectify women once in a while, my Shakira looked spectacular. You mean her being talentless? That didn't bother you? You, you didn't see her on the drum kit. Oh, she's. A, you, you didn't see her belly dancing she, and singing. That's the only talent. That's the only talent she has. Oh, she's amazing. Oh no, amazing. I. I'm I'm a old man sitting. Stay off my lawn. Give me a <laughs> anybody else but that. Really, I want to hear. I want to hear real music. That, that hear, was real music. Oh, hey, come on. Are you serious? Oh, I'm totally serious. Jenny from the block is is. You think that's real? No, well, no, no. Jen, Jennifer Lopez's uh, playlist was was horrible. I'm talking. Shakira, you're you're just strictly okay. Her hips don't lie. I think I think Jennifer Lopez has more. <laughs> oh my than god! Shakira. No, 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 no. Shakira yeah. made Fantasy Girl of the Week. Jennifer Lopez did, did not. Well, 
obviously you haven't looked at any of her Instagram or Twitter following lately. Holy smokes. Oh, all right. Are we I done? Send, I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you a picture of, of Jennifer Lopez in a swimsuit. Okay. okay. All right. You, you, you do that. We, we done with the Super Bowl now. We're, we're happy with everything. Did we even talk about the Super Bowl? We just we did. We, we talked about things that went on during the Super Bowl. Okay. That's that's the important stuff. Yeah. I, I thought the halftime show was terrible. Okay. And uh, I, I I feel like <laughs> I I feel like a lot of people would agree with me. Okay. Except for possibly you and anybody under the age of 30, 40? 30 or twenty. 25. Oh, no, 40, I think. Yeah. Oh, so 30 or 25. Okay. The Carolina Panthers have cut ties yeah. with Greg Olson. He was officially released on February 3rd. What are your thoughts? Where, where do you think he's going to end? Well, we know where he's going to end up. We know where he's going to end up. <laughs> I, I like the place that he, he ended up. You did? Yeah. I, I like him in Seattle. Isn't that where he went? He did. He went to Seattle. I yeah. I was um I thought for sure that he was going to retire and do the whole color analyst thing, especially after I saw him week one doing color commentary for the XFL games. And uh I, I thought that that's what he would have done. I think he wants to have at least one more shot. So he could get one more season, get beat up, and then see if he can win a, a championship and then be done. Be on a championship yeah. All right. That's that's fair. Free agent wide receiver Nelson Aguilar is not expected back in Philadelphia this season. He was overpaid during his fifth year uh, option with the Eagles, making over $9 million. Uh, he's become known for his not very good hands, as they say. Right. With him not expected to be an Eagle. Word out of Philly is that they will be focusing their efforts on another free agent, Demarcus Robinson from Kansas City, which I guess would make sense for the Eagles, seeing as how they had a huge shortage of receivers this past year due to injury, and there's a similarity between the two offenses in Philly and Kansas City, right? Yeah, with uh, Doug Peterson being a disciple of of Uh, Andy Reid, yeah. Big Andy. And with the emergence of Miko Hardman in Kansas City, Robinson is is seen as not necessarily to keep a, not necessary to keep around, right? Correct. And then you were mentioning too, Adrian Peterson. He is going to play in Washington one more season at least. Correct. Yes, and and this is where I'm going to go with Adrian Peterson. It amazes me in the NFL how. I got to be careful on how I say this. Okay. That's all right. You just you do your thing. Okay. So, so once again, not that it's okay, but why is it okay or not okay to beat a woman and then you can't ever play football again, but you can whip and beat your kids, but you can play in the NFL? Um, why? Well, because for the kid wasn't and, a girl. And, 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 and for... for I want to say it once again. I'm not advocating people or men beating women. Right. But beating is beating. Yeah. Why should we 
advocate guys beating kids and still playing in the NFL. I, I I I see where you're coming from, and I I don't disagree with you. I mean, Ray Rice I, Ray Rice is done. Um, right. Who's the other one? Greg Greg um, Greg, Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy's done. Um, bunch of other guys, right? I think I think. Do you think there's a chance Kareem Hunt might be done, or do you think he's just? Uh, I, mean, now he, I think he, he, just, he had that season or that part of the season or whatever it was off where he didn't play. Uh, right. What, what, I, re- I read something about Cleveland that they were going to uh, be expecting more out of Kareem Hunt this year, and and uh, I can't remember how I read that. I don't remember anymore. But I, I, and see, I should look this up, but didn't he also have a little run-in with the law as of recently, also again. No, I, I think that was a different Cleveland Brown who had the two hundred fifty six pounds of pot in his trunk. No, 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 they, no, no. <laughs> I know that was that was Greg Robinson. Yeah, I. And, and they, they they might look alike, but Greg Robinson's a bigger boy, way bigger. But I think <laughs> I would think within the last month or two, Cream Hunt did had a little run in with the law. I'll but have to anyway, check into that. Let, let's look at Greg Robinson. <laughs> I was trying to stay away from this because he's not really fantasy relevant, but you know, hell, I brought it up, I guess. 200 or how much, how many phones? I, there was, I thought it was only 150. Maybe phones. it was 156, but I mean, 156, 200, you know, we're, we're squabbling over, over a couple but, ounces here and there. Let's just go over a hundred pounds. Let's just say hundred pounds. Either way, that, of, either way, that's, that's a lot of, a lot, right? I mean, that's yeah, a lot of. Yeah, that, that's. I'm not a big smoker, but. <laughs> that's possession with intent to deliver. Oh, I mean, my right? God. That, yeah, that's, oh, all, yeah. that's trafficking amounts right there. I, yeah. Because, I, like, if you're in Colorado or. or um, well, even, see, even in Colorado's where they. Where the, in Illinois and California, where they pretend to say that, you know. Pot's you legal. can only buy so much. You right? can, yeah, you're only allowed to have so much on your person. You know, you can't like. I mean, I don't think you can even have a pound, right? I, I that I don't know. I, I mean, don't. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know how they they justify you know their possession amounts, but um, I, I do do know that you can't have a hundred fifty six pounds. They, yeah, they, I, they, I, they frown on that. They, I think they do. Yeah, <laughs> you're taking away business from the. Rightful distributors. So yeah, I'm sure he's going to be facing some jail time. I would be amazed if he gets gets out of this one. But didn't Nate Newton get out out from jail or, or out of having any jail time? Didn't he have a not godly amount of of wacky uh, weed in, in his vehicle? The Dallas Cowboy, right? Yeah. Why don't you talk? I'll. Um. You know what I. I don't know if I don't think he got jail time, but he didn't have hundreds of pounds. Oh no, he had a. I actually want to say he had more. Really? Who was who was the Green Bay Packer down in Houston that had um that had all the codeine and the purple drink? Oh, who was that? Because <laughs> he spent time in jail, didn't he? Or not? Or am I am I just going above and beyond thinking about all this? Uh, I we got to get our facts straight. <laughs> yeah, let's get back to fantasy football. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and somebody who's not going to be anywhere around 156 pounds of marijuana, Taysom Hill. He's not getting any younger. 
He wasn't a young guy to begin with when he entered the NFL with the Packers. Unlike most NFL rookies, Taysom Hill joined the rookie ranks a little older than most after serving his Mormon mission while at Brigham Young University. Now, Hill is looking for a starting quarterback position, and personally, I think he deserves a shot. I don't know if that shot's going to come in New Orleans or elsewhere. The Saints had their own decisions to make at the quarterback position. Drew Brees is saying that he's going to play one more year with the team. So, do they sign on Teddy Bridgewater as the backup to Brees and let Hill walk? Or does the team let Bridgewater go and name Taysom Hill the backup? Either way, something has to get done and soon. Bridgewater is a free agent this year and I'm sure he still thinks he could be a starting quality quarterback after starting five games while Breeze recovered from an injured finger. Bridgewater is also going to cost the Saints a good deal more money than Taysom Hill will. Hill, also an upcoming restricted free agent, has, a sh- has shot the first salvo with the Saints by saying that, if, uh, that he has enjoyed his time in New Orleans, but if the Saints do not see him as a quarterback one, He will be moving on to a franchise that does see him that way. The question is this. Where does Taysom Hill fit in when matched up against other free agent quarterbacks? And I'll name some off and you let me know. Who would you rather have as a free agent right now? Taysom Hill? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Really? Yes. Hmm. I think I would rather have Taysom Hill. At this point in their careers... I mean, okay. You need somebody to win a game. You're going to pick Taysom Hill over Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady didn't do much winning this year. Well, I know according to you, they didn't make the playoffs. But <laughs> I, I, I digress. That, that was off the air. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, Taysom Hill is nothing. He's a poor man. I'm saying, I'm saying, you're a team right now. And you need a quarterback right now that um, you can count on. You're still going to take Tom Brady after what he did last year over Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill cannot start for any team this year. Wow. He's not that good of a quarterback. Did you not watch his games this season? He's not only a quarterback. He's a running back. He's a receiver. He's a tight end. He's a special teams player. He's Mr. Sturdy all around. I hope you're joking, right? Then, I'm totally so then serious. He's not a quarterback. Yes, he's he not is, a quarterback. He is a quarterback. If he was playing the quarterback position, he's a quarterback. When he's when he's when he's going in there while Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees are in there, he plays the other positions. But when he's in there as a quarterback, he plays a quarterback position marvelously. When they need oh. a pass completed. They bring in Taysom Hill. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is horrible. Josh Allen is a Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are twice the quarterback Taysom Hill is. Wow. Wow. Just because they're starting I, on teams? No, they're they're much better quarterback. I would take Nick Foles over Taysom Hill. Oh. I actually have Nick Foles coming up, I think. Or no, I just use him as a I would I would take Jacoby Brissett over Taysom oh, Hill. Oh my God! All right, next take, one. Okay. Next um, person that you're come yes. up with, Jameis Winston. Ta- Taysom Hill or Philip Rivers? 
Oh, Philip Rivers, Dave. That's, that's a no-brainer. Wow. Okay. Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. Are you kidding me? Did you not see his knee just snap back the way it's not supposed to go? You, you're going to count on Teddy Bridgewater. Did, did you not see what T- Teddy Bridgewater did in place of Drew Brees this year? And, 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 Once again, can I also say I'm, I'm going to go off the um, – yeah, what but, I usually do. But, why is Why did Drew Brees ever make the Pro Bowl? What did Drew Brees do to make the Pro Bowl this year? Uh, I, this he missed is, this four is, or five games, right? I, I agree with you. I, this is what happens when you let fans vote. You got to let people that know the game vote. You got to let the players vote for the Pro Bowl, right? I yeah. But uh, true. Okay. Anyway, who's your next guy? Well, no, I'm just going back to the Teddy Bridgewater thing. You you talk about did you see what he did this year when he was filling in for Drew Brees again? Remember Nick Foles played a few games filling in for Carson Wentz and was amazing and this and that. And then he goes to a team and becomes a starting quarterback. He can't make it three games without getting legs snapped and hurt. But see, Taysom Hill didn't even get the chance that Teddy Bridgewater did. So what makes you think him going to another team, he's going to be a better player? I I believe Taysom Hill didn't get the chance because he was so much more valuable at other positions at that time. And they... They brought in Teddy Bridgewater to be the quarterback, knowing that, hey, when this guy craps out and snaps his leg again, we have Taysom Hill, the but next amazing that, though, starter. Well, it was only five oh. games. Okay. <laughs> I feel very confident in asking or saying this to you. Who are you? Okay. So you would take Taysom Hill over Tom Brady? Um, if I if I was a team right now, let's say I'm I am the L.A. Chargers. Right. I would take Taysom Hill over t- over Tom Brady. Yes. And okay. I'm I'm going to go as far as say this. It's, screw the five dollars. I, I say we <laughs> we up up this bet because I I whatever team Tom Brady ends on yes ends up with yes. If I'm, Taysom Hill even becomes a starting quarterback, which. No, I, I think this year he's going to end up being the backup one more year under under Drew Brees because Drew Brees is back. If Drew Brees would have retired, I believe they would have made Taysom Hill the starting quarterback. Oh, I, I totally disagree with you. Really? Yeah, I think they would make Teddy Bridgewater their, their starting quarterback. Uh, sorry, are you gonna you working on a rainbow bet for this one from Tom Brady's stats for this year? Yeah, I'm going to take Tom Brady's stats over Taysom Hill's stats wow. any day. That. We'll we'll work on that if Taysom Hill becomes a starting quarterback somewhere. Okay, deal. All right, done. All right, yeah. next quarterback, Taysom Hill or Dak Prescott? Dave, why are you asking me that? Well, because these are the free agent quarterbacks that are out there. Dave, I told you I'll take Nick Foles. I'll take Garden <laughs> Mich- Minshew. Oh, my God. I'll, I, I'll take... Oh, God. For what it's I worth... Think- I would take Dak Prescott over over Taysom Hill. Then. Okay, thank God. All right, next one. Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston. They, you don't, don't even ask. Cause of... Taysom Hill? All right. Taysom <laughs> Hill or Ryan Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill. Really? Oh, yeah. Taysom Hill, Marcus Mariota. Now, this is a close one. 
it all depends on, for me, it all depends on the team. Because Mariota needs to go to the right team that knows how to handle a stud of his caliber. I would take Mariota. Over Taysom Hill? Really? Wow. All right. I, I would take Mitch Trubisky over Taysom Hill. <laughs> and speaking of Jameis Winston, my brother had LASIK surgery to take care of a nearsightedness problem that he was suffering from. Now, I wish I remember when I mentioned this in a previous podcast. I know it was prior to him being drafted into the, into the NFL. But either way, I had commented back then that there was something wrong with his eyesight when he was at Florida State because every time they showed a close-up of him, you ever notice how he squints? And and that means he's not 20-20 vision without corrective lenses. The amazing thing to me is that it has taken five-plus years for Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to figure this out. Get a pair of friggin' glasses. Perhaps you weren't throwing 30-plus interceptions. So he, you're saying he's going to be a better quarterback this year than well, than well, it, no, because he's just blaming the interceptions on the fact that he couldn't see. But I mean, he hasn't been able to see for five years, and this is the this is the worst year he's had with interceptions. Okay. Because what what's going to happen next year when when he has another thirty interceptions after his eyes? I and mean, I know he can't see me, but I'm doing the air quotes after his eyes have been fixed. Okay. First off. Janus Winston will not have 30 interceptions for more next year. Okay, I didn't see another rainbow bet. I have to think about this now because if, if Winston is starting for a team, they're probably not going to let him get that far if he starts tossing interceptions up like candy candy bars to kids, right? If, if Janus Winston is on Tampa Bay, I guarantee you he will not throw 30 or more interceptions. If Jameis is on Tampa Bay. There's talk that he might sign a two-year contract, I believe I just read in an article. Okay. He, uh, if he signs with Tampa Bay, he will not throw that many interceptions. I will take that bet um, depending upon whether or not they draft a quarterback in, in the first round or you know, one of the stud quarterbacks. Deal. Okay, first off, there's no. Okay, yeah, deal. All right. But by the way, I need you to do me a favor now. Yes. I need you to find me somebody. Okay. That would say they would take Taysom Hill. I will. Over. I will do that. Anybody out there listening to the podcast? I gave you the list of free agent quarterbacks that that we know going into this far. I, I do want to do a drug test <laughs> test on them though. <laughs> And possibly an IQ test. <laughs> Speaking of rookie quarterbacks, <laughs> let's get into our rookie rankings. As you know, in a couple weeks, we're going to be we're going to be knee deep in the NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis. And uh, with that, every year around this time, we start doing our rankings. We start with the quarterbacks. Next podcast, we'll do the running backs, yep. and we'll do the wide receivers, and we'll do the tight ends. And then by then. You'll know where to where 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 you stand and uh, who to draft in your leagues. So now again, this is this is my rankings. I'll go through them. This is how I think they should be ranked. One through I don't even remember how many I put down. I think I have five, and then I have a sleeper. So all right, here we go. Number one, and I know you're a big college football fan. You watched a lot of it this year. 
<laughs> you know me. <laughs> so hey, anybody you need to know about, you let me know. Number one, uh, obvious, Joe Burrow out of LSU. Now, I, I didn't start this year with Burrow as my number one quarterback. That spot at the beginning of the year for me was Justin Herbert. Uh, but after watching the LSU Tigers this year, I am willing to admit that I was wrong. I, I have yet to see a quarterback dominate a season the way Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow did this year. And there, there's no way Joe Burrow is not the number one pick overall. And this will be the first time in a long time that the number one overall pick for a quarterback is going to be warranted. Correct? Correct. But, but do you believe in the stories of people telling Burrow not to go to Cincinnati to I, demand? I am cautiously optimistic that that's actually happening. Because I, I don't want him to go to Cincinnati. I, I think that would be the death of him, and I would I would feel horrible for him throughout his career. I hope he, like I said before, I hope he pulls a John Elway. But why are we let, letting these players dictate? I mean, isn't the whole point of, I mean, you go where, where you're picked, isn't I mean, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? When yeah. he becomes a free agent, he, he can get out of that league, uh, out of Cincinnati if he wants. Possible, yes, unless they put the, unless they put the franchise tag on him. I just right. think but anybody I'm, that goes to Cincinnati dies in Cincinnati, and it's it's not good. And Burrow does not deserve that. But then, so then you're saying then Chase Young should demand not to go to Cincinnati. I mean, you, well, I don't think Chase Young gonna is going to go to Cincinnati. I think I'm hoping that Cincinnati wises up and realizes that. They're going to have a, a bitter, angry person on their roster and that they're going to either trade that pick or, well, I guess trade. But, you know. but what I'm saying is, I'm, I guess maybe I'm not explaining myself right. Why would then anybody want to play for Cincinnati if it's so bad in Cincinnati? Um, deep down, I don't think anybody wants to play with Cincinnati. Their, their uniforms are horrible. Their team owner is horrible. The team is horrible. Right? Sure. <laughs> Burrow's accuracy is unbelievably good compared to every other quarterback prospect this season. Hell, any other prospect over the past few years, Burrow has better accuracy. He connected on 61.6% of his targets that were 10-plus yards down the field. And here's, here's how that gets put into perspective. Baker Mayfield held the record before Joe Burrow crushed it this year. And Mayfield's record was only 55.7% in 2017. It, it, it's tough to find negatives with Joe Burrow's game. His lowest graded passing game. This is his lowest graded passing game. 25 of 32 for 327 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Now, can you imagine, that was his worst game of the season. And that's in the unbelievably tough SEC. Do you know what game that was? or um, I I didn't write it down, but yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't remember which one it was, but okay. they, I, they won I agree the game. With you. I, think Joe, I think Joe Burrow is easily the top quarterback in this draft. 
I mean, I'm not, re- I'm not going out on a limb here. Okay. So if, if the one thing, if you're looking to knock him on, you want something that you want to knock Joe Burrow on, it would be this. He's one of the older, he's on the older end of the rookies coming out this year. He's 23 years old, and uh, no one's going to be wowed by his arm strength, even with the fact that he has that 61%, 10 plus yards, but uh, nothing really long down the field. And like I said, the sad thing for Burrow, and I've made the statement before, and we just talked about it, he's likely going to end up in Cincinnati where all great quarterbacks go to die, and that sucks for him. But that's the NFL, and unless he pulls a horse-tooth jackass John Elway move, you know, he's going to be wearing that stupid striped helmet next year. (laughs) All right. Number two. Justin Herbert of Oregon. Herbert fits all the textbook quarterback stats an NFL team wants to see. He's six foot six tall and he weighs 237 pounds. He's like me. In 2019, Herbert started all 13 games and he threw a touchdown in all 13 games, which extended his streak of consecutive games with a touchdown to 28. Herbert tied for 13th in the FBS with 29 touchdown passes, and he was 27th in passing yards. He has a cannon for an arm with decent accuracy to go along with it. You're looking for some some more positives? Um, You wanted to build an offensive specifically fit for his talents? You would put together the Oregon offense that he played under last season, or you you actually wouldn't put, put that together. He would flourish more in an offense that is more vertical, where his eyes need to stay focused downfield, not the quick-timing horizontal scheme that the Ducks ran. I am a big Justin Herbert fan, and uh, <laughs> it looks like what, Miami or or the Chargers, right? I think, I think expect Mitch Trubisky-type numbers from Justin Herbert. I'm going to write this down. That may be a... Uh, I will say Justin Herbert has better numbers. Um, do you want to do fantasy numbers or NFL numbers? Okay, how about we do this? Let's go overall. This will be a, a long <laughs> bet. Okay. How many Pro Bowls does he get voted into? Not, not get in because somebody got out and then he replaced somebody. So he gets actually gets voted in. Yes. Um, I don't want to go that long on a bet because I'm going to have that Aaron Rodgers one for three Super Bowls up there for a while yet. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I'm going to have to look at numbers. Justin Herbert, I, I just don't think he's... I'm just going to write it down and we can we can officialize it later on. Herbert, better fantasy numbers this year than Mitchell Trubersky. Yes. Okay. That's a possible rainbow bet this year, people. That's, that's, quite honestly, that's if Trubisky starts for the Bears. (laughs) Well, you think that's not even a question, huh? Oh, I don't. That's not not a positive. how How many rumors are there? Yeah, well. There, there's oh, there no is. way. There's no way Drew Brees or Drew Ble- um, or Tom Brady's going to Chicago. No, I, okay. I. But there's talk of Cam Newton. There's talk of. 
if if Phillip Trubisky River. can't beat out Cam Newton, Trubisky doesn't belong in the league. Okay. Okay. Number three. What? Okay. Oh yeah, number three. Tua Tagovailoa, Alabama. He could have easily okay. been in the top two of my list, but that dislocated hip knocked him down for me. Yeah, it's only in the number three, but that's only because there aren't many other quarterbacks that could ever jump Tua talent-wise. On the positive side for Tua, only 12.5% of his plays where he was under pressure turned into sacks thanks to his escapability ability. For context, there are only seven quarterbacks that had lower rates than Tua Tagovailoa. The one concern with Tua when it comes to the NFL would be that his arm strength is only borderline. The longest targeted throw of his college career didn't even travel 50 yards down the field, and that one was picked off. Tua was also lucky to play his career alongside some of the best talent in college football, which, you know, that only makes him look a little better. And with all that to consider, it's still very much a certainty that Tua should be considered Still considered a franchise quarterback prospect, which he will be. And uh, what did I see? Mel Kuyper said he thinks Tua is going to go to Detroit. Wow, there's going to be some, there's going to be some quarterback movement this year. <laughs> I mean, that's an understatement. I think. <laughs> well, it's that's like when when uh, you Wayne and I were talking about how many how many teams are going to have new quarterbacks this year. Yeah, I'd like to. Propose that to to the listening audience. Over oh. under, if I said there's going to be six, should we go six? Over under no, six. I think, I, I think eight or nine. Really, you think eight or nine? I I think there could. Well, personally, I'm going to go over whatever. So if whatever I said number. eight, you would say over. There's be oh easily that. I mean. Especially if you think if someone goes to Detroit, doesn't that mean then that Matthew Stafford is done, going to be moved on? Yeah, I mean, I mean, here's the thing: if it's Tua to Detroit, I would think Matthew Stafford gets one more year because I think they want to make sure that Tua's hip is one hundred percent. That's the only thing that I would think. I don't, I don't know if right. Tua starts this year. That's the only problem. I, oh, I agree with you on that, but that you're putting a lot of money on on your quarterback position if you're going to keep Matthew yeah. Stafford. And if you're and drafting Tua. somebody that high, right? All right. I think David. I think David Blau would be their their quarterback for one year instead of uh, instead of Tua, instead of Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Number four for me, Jordan Love, Utah State. Love holds three Utah State records with over 9,000 yards of total offense, 12 career 300-yard passing games, and four completions of at least 80 yards. He finished his college career with a 61% completion percentage. Uh, he's going to be he's going to be the test for what GMs value at quarterback positions. Love isn't very valuable when it comes to consistency or decision-making. However, if you want and value special down-the-field throws with the ability to avoid sacks, Jordan Love's your guy. 
He's going to need a strong quarterbacks coach that can, and again, I'm making air quotes, fix fix him back to his 2018 form because in 2019 he was not that spectacular. I like Jordan Love. I would love to see the Packers take him. They're not going to be available back down that far um, as the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. Do you think Jordan Love's going in the first round? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, I think the only guy that's not – I think, well, shit, I think all all six of my guys are going. The only one that won't be a first-rounder is going to be my my uh, my sleeper guy. Number five, Jake Fromm of Georgia. He ranks fourth on Georgia's all-time passer list, and it doesn't take a genius to notice his strengths and weaknesses. He can throw with timing and play within the offense's structure, and he also doesn't turn over the ball. The problem with Fromm throughout his whole college career is that if you rely on him to throw the ball a lot throughout the game and rely on him to win the game, you're going to be disappointed. In games where Fromm had 35 or more dropbacks, his stats are very pedestrian with a a 52.5 completion rate and just over 6 yards per attempt. He has 11 touchdowns and 10 interceptions in those games. Basically, he's Lamar Jackson without the running back skills. If you don't force him to run, to run, um, if you don't, if you don't force him to run a control, you know, or to just control the offense, he does a great job taking care of the ball, and he's your your prototypical game manager, Jake Fromm. That's not a very big sales job for him. If, if no, no, I wasn't really. If, if I'm his agent. But I still think he's going to go in the first round. Number six. Oh, actually, this, I have, this I, be, this, I have, this, I have oh. seven guys and a sleeper. And a sleeper. Okay, I hope this guy is not your sleeper. This is no. a guy. Okay. Number six, Jacob Eason of Washington. I believe love, he's love going to New England. The prototypical Ooh. quarterback at 6'6", 227 pounds. He has a cannon for an arm. And if that's what you like, Eason's your guy. Besides that, there isn't much there to say about Eason as an NFL quarterback. He should seriously consider going back to school in order to improve his pocket presence. I don't think he should be in the draft this year, but again, it's not going to stop him from being drafted in the first round. He tends to panic under pressure, which was obvious when he watched his footwork and throwing mechanics while under pressure. And that was while playing behind one of the best offensive lines in college football. I am not a Jacob Eason fan, and let New England have him. Boom. Although they they did something with a guy that can't run, you know, and Tom Brady. (laughs) Number seven, my last guy, and then we have a sleeper. Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma. You think he's a first-rounder? I Actually, I don't. I thought thought Eason was my last guy. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a first-rounder. It's kind of sad. Um, late second, third round. Wow, I, that's I mean, a reach. I think I I don't like Jalen Hurts. Really? No. Wow. Everyone's going to point to the likes of Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray when they talk about Jalen Hurts, but 
even those guys are on different, completely different playing fields. Hurt, Thank you. <laughs> Jalen <Lamar> Hurts. <laughs> Jalen Hurts would compare for me more to Tyrod Taylor's career in Buffalo than he would anything like Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. And that's because um, Jalen Hurts can throw the ball with accuracy. However, really? much much like Lamar Jackson, um, Jalen Hurts doesn't have very consistent downfield passing ability. In fact, Hurts made only 19 big-time throws over his 388 attempts this, this last year. That ranked 39th amongst FBS quarterbacks in 2019 and was well behind both Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield when they played for Oklahoma. He's short and uh, not wired to make it in the NFL. Jalen Hurts, another one I didn't do a very good sell job on. No, I, I he's not he's not an NFL quality quarterback. And now get your pen and paper ready. This is the guy you're going to want to write down because when it comes to your fantasy draft, if you're in a dynasty league, this is the guy you're going to want to have on your board, on your watch list, and make sure you get him on your team. You ready? Yes. Cole McDonald from Hawaii. Six foot four, 220 pounds. McDonald is going to make an NFL roster and have a chance to prove himself as a backup before taking over the starting position for that team. He finished sixth in the NCAA for passing touchdowns. He has the ability to both run and throw the ball with accuracy, and that isn't bad for a tall quarterback. He was the team's third-leading rusher while at Hawaii. He finished his college career with a 61% completion percentage. Cole McDonald. You want me to spell that out? C-O-L-E, M, little C, big D-O-N-A-L-D. Cole McDonald. Write that name down. Keep him in your thoughts and prayers because he's going to be a stud. So if the Packers draft him. Yes. Are you saying we we cut or trade? Not cut. Obviously, we trade Aaron Rodgers no. the following year. No, 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 no. You weren't hearing that. Cole McDonald is going to need a year or two on on the bench to to learn from. Well, and, and that's why I said, uh, okay. So in two years, would you trade Aaron Rodgers? I, I think Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be. Um, isn't going to go the way of Aaron as as Brett Favre did. I think one once Aaron Rodgers is done, I think he's done. I don't think he wants so to go to another team and and learn a new system and, uh, you know that whole thing. Okay, that's just my thought. All right, all right. You got your bet things ready? I am ready. All right, here we go with that then. Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I gotta warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here as they do at them regular casinos. That's right. It's time for to try and make some money, and and I just wanted to blow a little more sunshine up your ass. So, um, <laughs> since it's not on the website anymore from this last year, from 2019 season, if you would have went with Dan's bets. Everything. The prop bets that we made during the offseason like we're doing right now, the picks he made during the season, you would have put out $1,155. That's what you would have put on the line. Okay. And what you would have walked home with, $1,578.36. You made money. That's, that's a good 
$23.36. That's a nice meal for you and your wife. That's a lot of work just to make $400. (laughs) It it took a year. Yeah. (laughs) And on the other hand, if you went with my bets, everything that I did, I I should have stopped at most of the the Super Bowl bets because that uh, put me below the Mendoza line. But you would have put out $1,955 worth of bets. (laughs) And you... Yeah. Almost two thousand dollars from the betting you did. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I did. But of that, after the season was done, you you'd been all right because you would have only actually given out twenty three dollars and ninety cents. That's all I lost. So you of that two thousand dollars. Yes, and uh, so, still so you were well entertained. <laughs> yes, and still gave away twenty three dollars and and ninety cents. Yeah, that's that's there it is. Boom. So with that, we 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 do it again this year because that's that's what gambling is. You don't give up on this. Oh no, no. You you keep going and and you that, double up if you're if you're down twenty three dollars. And it's it's for people like me. That's that's the reason why casinos put out these things called futures for the NFL and college football. And we're gonna start with that today. Uh the futures Odds are out for the 2021 Super Bowl 55 odds to win. And as always, I'm making $5 per bet. That's kind of like what we do. $5 per pick. And uh, I have I have five teams that I'm going with for the Super Bowl. So I can probably come up with, yeah, that many. Okay. So I am going the Tennessee Titans. And mainly because... The odds are just so good. They're getting, they're plus twenty two hundred. So that's for every dollar. That's twenty two dollars you win. Um, I'm also going Seattle Seahawks. I think that they were surprisingly spectacular this year, and they're at plus eighteen hundred. I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts because I am expecting them to get a big time stud quarterback to play with them this year. Probably going to end up being Philip Rivers, right? Okay. All right. And they're plus 4,000. Um, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they were just a little bit of defense and a better performance from quarterback position away from the Super Bowl this year. And they're at plus 2,800. And, of course, I'm taking everybody's All-American team, America's team, the Green Bay Packers, plus 1,800. Who are you going with? I, I have two of the same ones. I'm Seattle fan. I got I, Seattle and, and Green Bay. I have to take. I mean, obviously those are. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Packer fan. I know it doesn't sound like it when I talk <laughs> bad about Aaron, but but hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do. <laughs> that's just me. So Packers, Seattle. Yes. I'm, I think I'm drinking drinking the juice, and I'm taking the Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens at plus 650. Yes. Okay. Mm, I, I don't like the Tennessee Titans at all. No? No. Okay. Oh, wow. I'll probably take the Vikings. Minnesota Vikings because you do that every year. 
They right. are plus 2,800. And I want to take the Cowboys because I, I love the Cowboys. Okay. But no. Oh, you're not. Not taking, okay. not taking the Cowboys. What about the Raiders, their new stadium? I For, for plus 4,000, I'd like to know the quarterback. <laughs> if it's Tom Brady, would you take him? I know you're going to laugh. I, I would. Really? Yes. Right. So I'm going to just I'm going to just go with those Philadelphia. four. No, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Wow, I would have never thought that. The Philadelphia Eagles at plus sixteen hundred. No more. You're just going to do five like me. Five, just like you. All right. I would. I would like to p- place a prop bet or a rainbow bet with you. Okay. I'll bet you my five teams go farther than your five teams. Your five teams are end the season higher ranked than my five. Yeah. I'll do that because it's actually only going to be your three against my three. Right. That's true. Okay. Uh, That's fine. Okay. My five versus Dan's five. I will get that up there. Our next prop bets. The college football playoffs for 2020. Again, $5 a bet. I have five teams I'm going with. Holy smokes. I have the LSU Tigers plus 750. I have Alabama Crimson Tide plus 450. I have the Auburn Tigers plus 4,000. It's going to be an SEC year. Um, And then, of course, I have my Oregon Ducks plus 4,000. And the Wisconsin Bagders, plus oh 6,000. Seriously? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> what do you have? I am, take, I am taking the top three favorites, so I'm probably not going to win much money. You're going Clemson, Ohio State, Bama. Yes. Okay. Clemson, I'm, I'm, plus 230. Ohio State. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Ohio State plus three hundred, and Alabama plus four fifty. You're my college guru. Yes, I kind of like Auburn. What do you feel? I mean, I know it's a good plus. Um, plus I like I like Auburn because of I, I have uh, the Bo Nix situation in there for. Uh, That's why I kind of like. Yeah, this will be sophomore year, right? Or uh, no, I think this is junior. I think this is final year, and I think he's going into the draft next year. Okay, I'm I I kind of like Auburn. You yeah. know what? Give me Auburn since you had four. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? It's only five bucks, and you, yeah, you have four hundred more than last year. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which finally then brings us to the college football Heisman Trophy candidates again. Just to make it easy, I got five picks. My first one, plus 900, I'm going Chuba Hubbard, Oklahoma State running back. Like I told you just a little bit ago, I'm going Bo Nix, plus 2,200, Auburn quarterback. I'm going Keaton Slovis, plus 3,000, USC quarterback. I'm going Mac Jones, plus 2,200, Alabama quarterback. And I'm going Najee Harris, plus 3,300, Alabama running back. 
You need to know who any of these guys play for. You let me know. Okay. I, I Like I said, obviously, I'm a Bo Nix fan, too. Right. Uh, I kind of feel like Trevor Lawrence is his trophy to lose. So right now, kind of, you're 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 he's kind of like taking the whole reins of Peyton Manning in college too. Should have always yeah. won the award and never did. Right. That's what scared I, I like, me away from him. I like Chubba Hubbard. Yep. Um. Boy, I think I'm good with those three. Just those three. Yep. All right. Now, I have to. Uh, because I, I didn't write it down. I have to go back to my text messages here, so I can find our picks of where where Tom Brady's going to end up this year for the season. The odds are, New England is even money. They have Chargers four to one, Colts nine to one, Titans sixteen to one, Panthers Broncos Bucks twenty to one. Bears twenty-five to one, Cowboys, Lions, Dolphins thirty-three to one, Jaguars forty to one, and I, um, again, not having it in front of me, I believe I have. I wasted five dollars and put them back in New England, and I have the Colts, and I have the. Um, I think I've. I think I have the Chargers also. I'm not. You'll have to check the website to find out for sure what I have, but I know I have New England and I have the Colts. That might be the only two I actually have. Okay, so are you ready for mine? Sure. Are you writing these down? I way? am. I am writing. The, well, I'm writing okay. yours down. I got mine already on the website. I just got to okay. put well, yours I up and I didn't then know update. If you have been writing any of this stuff down. Of course. Okay. So Brady's going to either stay with the Patriots. Okay. Love the Chargers because he's a Cali, Cali guy. Yep. My outside sleeper pick is the Tennessee Titans. Titans. Wow, that's I didn't even take the Titans. That I know. And our final one, Philip Rivers. Again, the picks are this. Colts two to one. Tampa Bay plus one seventy. Retire six to one. Bears nine to one, Dolphins nine to one, Panthers twelve to one, Raiders twelve to one, Titans sixteen to one, Patriots thirty four to one. I have, um, I think three on this one. I have the, I know I have the um, the Panthers at twelve to one. I have Tampa Bay at one seventy, and I, I might have the Colts. I know I have one other team other than the Panthers and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go Dolphins, Panthers, and the Tennessee Titans. So Titans are going to get either Drew Brees, I mean, they're either going to get Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers. Yes. All right. Anything else? Any other bets you want to place on these or no? No, I think I'm good. All right. Well, which means it's the end of the show, and uh, we can't do the end of the show without the fantasy girl, so we're going to get that going. 
Hey. <laughs> The Fantasy Girl, everybody. You can find her on the website, mycffl.com, on the fantasy page. And I got so excited, I forgot to give everybody the warning from before. Don't bet any more you can afford to lose, and it's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. But, hey, have fun and put some money down and see if you can make anything. So we are at that time of the podcast where we get the Fantasy Girl going, and um, that's what we're going to do. And the Fantasy Girl this week... Did you get the, the picture? I got the picture. It's all right. You you like it? Is, is this is this your pick or is I mean, this, is this your girl or is this a Wayne girl? No, it's my girl. I I got Wayne's too late to use, so she uh, seems, she'll be coming up. Is she, is she older than twenty five? Because it's not normal that you would take somebody. <laughs> she looks older than twenty five. Almost that. Well, I, I have but, to do some quick math here. I'll. I'll her name, Erin Michelle Cummins. Uh, she was, I like her name. She was born <laughs> April 3rd, 1992. So that would make her, what, 20, 27, 28? 92. Sure. You do 2002, math, 2012, seven, 27. She's wow. an American yeah, fashion model. So you're surprised, right, that I, that I went that old? I mean, she's almost retired. She looks older than that, I actually, I would say. <laughs> She's an American fashion model who represented the United States as Miss USA. In addition to being a former pageant contestant, she has also done modeling work for fashion company Guess. And she describes herself as a fitness model on her fas- Facebook page. Erin Michelle Cummins also has a strong following on Instagram, currently boasting over 156,000 fans. And that's all I got on her. The blonde-haired, blue-green-eyed fashion model stands 5 foot 10 inches tall. She wears a size 2 dress. And I don't have a bra and cup size. I only have chest, waist, and hips. Okay. Her measurements are... Chest. I will say... You said 5'10". What was the weight? 5'10". I don't have a weight. 5'10", oh. size 2 dress. Yeah, see, I, I would have loved the weight on that. Yes. Okay, but I'm I'm going to go without. Oh, and I'll say so, 35. That's, that's mighty white of you. <laughs> I'll say 35. <laughs> it's a 34. Wow. Waist. She looks bigger. No, oh, yeah. It might be the, okay. the push-up bikini bra. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Those always throw me off. <laughs> um, By the way, is, is your wife there listening to this? No, I, I moved to a different room. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. That's all right. Um, since the, bra, or the chest was smaller, and I thought, I'm going to go 23 on the weight. Oh, no. <laughs> It's bigger. 25. That's what I was worried about. <laughs> Stick with your gut. Don't go trying to make new math. <laughs> and yeah, hips. I, I, okay, hips. I'm only going off of what I see. I don't see backside on this picture. Okay. So I got to believe it's pretty round back there. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'll just do, I'll, I'll pull a wing and just go 36. 
35. 34, 25, 35. Aaron Michelle Cummins, your fantasy girl of the week, everybody. And that that's it. We're, we're going to be aren't off. You just, aren't you shocked sometimes what comes out of my mouth? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I am. And, uh, <laughs> but, hey, that's, that's, that's why we're men, and that's why uh, we, we have the fun with the fantasy girl because who else would take the balls and the, the chances of doing this? They're all afraid. Afraid, that's what they are. They're scared. So, again, we're going to take a week off, and then we're going to get ready for the, the next episode, which will have all the news and notes, and we'll be going over the rookie running backs and finding out where we think they rank and uh, in the upcoming draft. And uh, we'll have another fantasy girl, and if I find any more, uh, what do you call it, prop bets, we'll go with those too. Sound good? Sounds great. Check out the website, mycffl.com. Everything's there. Uh, Fantasy Girl and everything, our bets. Use them, don't use them, whatever you want to do. Uh, email cffpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. And always don't forget the fan line, 414-520-8249. Leave a voicemail. Leave a text message. We'll play it or read it on the air. But until next time, be good. Bye-bye.